0: You are listening to The Ride In, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James. Welcome, everybody, to The Ride In, NFL DFS podcast. Week one is over. We are going to recap my cash game lineup, and we are going to talk a little bit about the two Monday night showdown contests. So, you know, I didn't really stray from what I said on my rundown and update podcast. The, the core four stayed intact. Cam had a great game. Kamara had a pretty good game. Terry McLaurin and Boston Scott, not so much. Boston Scott did get hurt. So I guess that is, you know, an excuse we can make, <laughs> Um, From there, I was deciding between McCaffrey and Josh Jacobs. I went McCaffrey, um, which proves to be, you know, I guess you can say the wrong move, but, you know, I ended up sweeping 50-50, so I guess maybe I wouldn't have built this uh, as good a lineup if I used Josh Jacobs. You never know. I also did not have Devontae Adams, so I think, you know, of all the lineups that cashed this week in double-ups... There probably aren't many that did not have Josh Jacobs or Devontae Adams. Both were heavily considered. Both were in and out of my cash lineup on Sunday morning. Here's how it actually fared out. Cam at quarterback, McCaffrey in, and Boston Scott at running back. Then I went Marvin Jones, Terry McLaurin. We're not doing great here so far, right, uh, on the on some of these, rec- these 5K receivers. And that's where you kind of have to hit, and that's where I hit on my third receiver, Jamison Crowder. I mean, I felt like if you got anything from the podcast in week one, it was the conviction I had that Jamison Crowder was going to go off. I just think that the game script in Buffalo was going to lend itself For him being peppered with targets. Sure, he broke off a 68-yard touchdown or whatever. That absolutely helped put him over the bonus, got him a touchdown, et cetera. But he was peppered with targets. Um, So that really saved my lineup. And then the other play I think I had the second most conviction on was the Redskins' defense. So, I mean, those two plays pretty much saved me. I went Jack Doyle at tight end and then Kamara in the flex. Um, It ended up scoring, like, 158 or something like that. Uh, Swept 50-50s was about 63% of my head-to-heads. But, you know, it just goes to show you, and, like, what I tried to do is I tried to bake in the most opportunity as possible. I mean, Marvin Jones with Galladay out, I felt like he was going to get double-digit targets. Same thing with Crowder. I thought the Bills were going to be leading. He was going to get peppered with targets. Same thing with Terry McLaurin um i thought that he would get a large target share now the reason i didn't end up on jacobs was i was uh, you know afraid that the targets weren't going to be there for him and that he was going to need to score multiple touchdowns to get there he did end up scoring multiple touchdowns he even did end up getting a decent amount of targets so i was wrong there but it was an unknown right so you know he did luck into some touchdown variants obviously you know there was a play down to the one-yard line where it could have been a touchdown. They didn't call it a touchdown, so he got to plunge it in. But that's football. Um, Devontae Adams just absolutely smashed. He should have been in my cash lineup. I was trying, um, but there was no way that I could come off McCaffrey. Uh, and, you know, It was going to be come off McCaffrey and play Jacobs to get to Adams, and I just was not sold on Jacobs. I technically probably got pretty lucky to sweep cash this week. Not having Jacobs and, and Devontae Devonte Adams, but that's you know that's a that's a week of variance that I will take every single day of the week because there's going to be weeks where you know it happens where I pick the right guys and you know a defense gets zero or a tight end gets zero and then you don't end up cashing. So solid week, um, even a solid week in tournaments. Um, it did, that didn't eat away at the cash game. ROI so a very very good week one hope everybody else had some success as well some takeaways I mean Tyrod I know he was a consideration for me but I just think he is a little bit rusty he's just not really a great quarterback and he didn't showcase his his rushing prowess like we thought he would McCaffrey is something to you know to take a look at because even though he scored two touchdowns and he kind of lucked into some touchdown variants as well the targets weren't there for him I think Teddy really needs to start throwing him the ball. Teddy was trying to fit some balls into where they shouldn't have been, and he threw some balls away that I think he could have just checked down to McCaffrey. So let's hope we see those four targets turn into 7, eight, 9 uh, going forward, or else he's probably not going to be worth 10K um, week in and week out. Kamara, I think, looked really good. Um, you can tell he's a bit healthier. I mean, Boston Scott... That was a play, that was almost like a free square type play. Even though he was 4,800, uh, you know, things could go wrong. I didn't really roster him a ton in tournaments to kind of hedge there, but he did get hurt. Um, but That was one of those plays that we talk about where we say, you know, he was like 65, 70% owned in some double ups. And if he just smashed, then you were losing if you didn't have him. So you're better off just going with the field on that uh, that decision and just trying to win at your other eight spots. All right, let's take a look at the showdown slate tonight. Two games. I'm going to give you a really quick thoughts. Um, obviously, over at fantasypoints.com, you can use the promo code PATJAMES10. Gets you 10% off a Fantasy Points subscription to get my complete breakdown of the showdown slates. Here, I'm just going to give you, you know, uh, thoughts on the captain, maybe how to correlate it in a dart throw or two, not the entire breakdown. Um... So let's kick it off with the Steelers and the Giants. Okay, so this game has some interesting components to it. I think, you know, some games you look at them and you say immediately, like, these two or three guys are going to be the captain. I think that's going to be the next game. The Steelers game is interesting because there are a lot of parts that I can see succeeding tonight. I I think that... You know, if we look at Vegas, they think the Steelers are a five-and-a-half point favorite. I personally think that it's probably going to be uh, more of a, of a of a decided advantage for the Steelers. So um, I'll probably be building a few more like Steelers-heavy, four-to-two, five-to-one Steelers-heavy lineups because of that game script that I think is going to play out. So, I mean, James Conner right off the bat was a monster when he got a full workload and he was healthy. I feel like that is going to be the case tonight. So I like him as a captain. I also think um, if you want to get a little bit balanced, you can use um, uh, a receiver not named Juju Smith-Schuster like Deontay Johnson or... Darius Slayton or Sterling Shepard, like getting them in your lineup as the captain, and they and they go for like seven and a hundred and one. But it allows you to get in, you know, an extra stud, or or you don't have to play like a, a two thousand dollar player and pray that they catch three balls. Um, I think that works as well. I could even see Ben being the captain tonight, or. You know, like we always say, if a quarterback ends up being the captain, it means he got a million guys involved. And basically, you know, everybody went five for 70 or or like three for 60 and a touchdown or something like that, right? Because just the way the scoring is set up on DraftKings, if a receiver has a big game and a quarterback has a big game, the odds are the receiver will be the captain because, number one, they'll most likely be cheaper, and number two, their points per reception and just the scoring system in general lends itself to s- receivers scoring more. Um, and you could even use, you know, Devontae Adams as as the example there. Yesterday, Rodgers and the Packers went off, but most of it went to Devontae Adams, and Adams scored like 10 more fantasy points than Rodgers. So, Um, So if you do put Ben in your captain, make sure you, you know, have a few different stealers. Because most likely, you know, he spread it around. As for the cheapy plug-ins, I could see Chase Claypool um, potentially making some noise. He apparently played better than James Washington in camp. I'm not sure who they're going to run out there. No one really is sure who they're going to run out there in front of, uh, or excuse me, behind um, Juju and Deontay. So we'll just have to kind of play that by ear. Um, But yeah, I think he's cheap enough that he is definitely in play. And then uh, a dart throw on the other side that allows you to get a ton of players in, a ton of studs in, is Caden Smith. He is the backup tight end for the Broncos, excuse me, the Giants. And, you know, especially if Golden Tate can't play, which it looks like he can't at this point. If Golden Tate can't play, then I think... You know, they might go a little bit too tight end sets. And Caden Smith gets on the field a little bit more than than normal. So I like him as a dart throw as well. Obviously, cycle through the kickers and the defenses one at a time. Um, Potentially two at a time, but I wouldn't go too crazy with that. Alright, so the second game. We got two games to talk about here. You know, this is a game where I think the captain spot is a little bit more uh, clear, shall we say. So I'm probably just going to lock in like 90% Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. Um, they are going to make up the vast majority of my captains, the vast, vast, vast majority of my captain slots. I just think, you know, the Broncos' defense is absolutely decimated. Um, they lost Von Miller. You know, they don't. They no longer have Derrick Wolf. They are just, you know, they're starting some backup linebackers tonight. And I think, you know, maybe Denver sells out to stop the run but I just don't see them stopping Derrick Henry Um, but in the event that you know they have eight guys in the box and they do stop Derrick Henry that's why we have some AJ Brown captains because if there's eight guys in the box AJ Brown is dominating tonight so one or the other I think is the smart play you could sprinkle in maybe you know Melvin Gordon Philip Lindsay on the other side Um, maybe you know Cortland Sutton's not going to play so you know you can get like someone like Tim Patrick for really cheap. Jerry Judy's still pretty cheap. I don't think they'll they'll have the ceiling to go for a captain, but they're worth, you know, one or two lineup Darth and captain if you're making 20, 30, 40 lineups. Um as far as you know, Broncos, all of the pass catchers are in play if if Cortland Sutton doesn't play, you know, I will probably have a lot of Tim Patrick, um, a lot of uh Noah Fant, um, maybe some J- Jerry Judy. Uh, I like Philip Lindsay more than Melvin Gordon as well. All right. That'll do it for the Ride In NFL DFS podcast. If you want my full breakdown of every showdown slate, head on over to fantasypoints.com, type in patjames10. When you sign up, you'll get 10% off, and you will not just get these abbreviated two-minute versions of what I think about showdown, but you will get the full write-up and my thoughts on pretty much every player. All right, good luck in your showdown contest tonight. I will talk to you for the rundown for week two on Thursday.